Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. And marie Katie and Rebecca are with me in the studio now to talk about the small screen and other things. Um, and marie is back from a producer's conference yesterday. I presume you all gave out about your respective presenters around the country. I can't comment on that on the air, but it was about producers <laughs> producing yeah. presenters. But I did say to you this morning, I'll tell you more about that later, you did, Joe. You did. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm really best, looking forward to that always, debrief. <laughs> it's always best to save these things to laugh. That'll shows. be such fun. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should video that and put it up on Instagram. Mm, do you know what I discovered yesterday, Joe? Mm. Uh, we were having a row, Rebecca, about how we much you can drink alcohol-wise the night before if you want to drive at a reasonable time the next morning. Yes, but you see, we've had councillors on the past few days um, criticising the Gardaí for pulling people in the morning and breathalyzing them. And I think that's wrong. I think the Gardaí are fully entitled to do that. But what I'm saying is if you have a glass of wine at 10 o'clock before you go to bed at night... You're not going to be over the limit in the morning. If you have a glass of wine, you If you wine, have you a glass be. of wine. It's if you are drinking to excess and not leaving enough hours in between before you get into the car again, but then you deserve to be caught and these are the people that we need to be catching. But I remember looking at a bottle of uh, beer recently, a 330 milliliter bottle of beer, mm-hmm. which I intended to drink. Yeah. And I looked at the back of it, I was wondering about the units. Mm -hmm. And it said it was 1.7 UK units. Now, I believe there is some difference between uh, how the Irish measure drink and how they drink I think there is. But just even, for example, just say it was 1.7 Irish units. So that would take you two hours for your body to process it. What I'm doing is I'm assuming it's two units. Yeah, assume it's two units, yeah. And then when I pour a glass of wine... Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to make me sound like a terrible alcoholic. <laughs> what are you I, doing every night, Joe? <laughs> when I pour a glass of wine, I immediately assume the upper level. I assume it's two units. As you should do. Right. But but you add up fairly quickly then if you want to drive at, let's say, 7am. But I mean, are you drinking this at 6am in the morning? Like what? No, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't understand your point. My point is that if you keep drinking it on an ongoing basis between, let us say, six in the evening and oh. midnight. And how many units are you are you talking well, about? I don't know. I mean... Well, you'd you know, want to know. <laughs> a, cu- a, cu- a couple of 330 millilitres of beer followed by a few glasses of wine. And that, that adds up very quickly to 10, 12 units. Well, Suddenly then, no, you can't drive. Well, I mean, you're going on about going to bed at six o'clock in the morning. I'm talking about going to bed at midnight. But it depends on how much I might have consumed between let's say 6pm and midnight or maybe if I was watching something really interesting like the programmes that you're going to talk about now I might even stay up until 1 o'clock in the morning drinking at the weekend well sorry drinking I mean (laughs) (laughs) drinking I mean having a drink (laughs) having a drink well you said 6pm so if you're still drinking at 1 in the morning the point is if you're still drinking at 1 in the morning then you cannot drive then you cannot drive and you deserve to be caught by the Gardaí if you decide to go out and risk it right but well wait wait, wait a second now because I don't want to be criminalised here (laughs) on the Limerick Today show (laughs) they'll be following you home Joe (laughs) what what I'm getting at is we're in agreement on the fact that you have to be very careful you do you have to count your units but what happens? Because we all know this happens. I mean, uh, any teetotalers here? No. 
it's okay, get hit. So it's okay. It's, 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 it's <laughs> yes, legal. I am a teetotaler. It's, yeah, yeah. it's legal in this country. Um, we all know the danger of going beyond when you can count properly. And it can happen faster than you think. You know what I mean? When you're out in company, yes. people are buying drinks for you. Yeah, it's all grand. We're but sitting here talking sh- about it. I get that, yeah. But if that happens, and if you don't know, then don't get into your car. I mm. don't see the where the confusion can come in, you see. But we've had three councillors here this week. Mm-hmm. Councillor Kevin Sheehan especially. But he was partially endorsed by Councillor Frankie Daly yesterday and Councillor Emmett O'Brien this morning. Um, and Councillor Sheehan's basic point was... There is too much focus on um, checkpoints and roads policing first thing in the morning against other law, otherwise law-abiding citizens and not enough focus on other forms of crime. And Councillor Emmett O'Brien said today, the cocaine epidemic in Limerick. So they're, they're, they're obviously not picking that sentiment up off the ground. It no, presumably they're not picking it off the stones of the road line. Yeah, yeah. So they must be getting it from... from constituents. From constituents. That's what the constituents will say to the councillors. But what constituent is going to turn around and say, I think they're doing a great job and that we should be caught? Has anyone ever said that? Well, I suppose in fairness, there are people, as you know and as we know, who we've had on this show, who've been touched by this over the years, listeners who get in touch with us regularly. I know, I'm not talking about people who have had lost loved ones. That's different. Of course, they're going to say they should be caught. But the the average punter seems to think it's unfair if they're caught early in the morning being breathalyzed. But you're putting that you're somehow, putting your life and everyone else's yeah. life at risk if you do that. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you feel fine. Your reactions are delayed if you still have alcohol in your system. And if you're up till 12 or 1 or 2 you're and tired you as well. Drinks, yeah, exactly. You're tired on top of it. Yes. So I So are we saying then that there has been a cultural shift? but it's only a partial cultural shift that, you know, well, you shouldn't drink and drive if you've been in the pub and you've consumed X number of whatever So you're, are you saying there's a difference between, like, drinking at home and drinking in the pub? That no, I'm not no, saying anything. What, what, I, what I'm saying is the time you get into the car. There seems to be a cultural shift here, which is we now accept it's wrong to get into your car having been in the pub consuming alcohol and driving off. Yes. But there still seems to be culturally a view that if you do that, get a taxi home, get in your car to, let's say, go to work at seven o'clock the next morning and drive off and that you're stopped and breathalyzed, that's somehow unfair. Because you're being the good citizen, you did what you were told, you went to the pub or you had a few drinks at home and you went to bed. And you got a taxi and, home. And, 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 yeah. and you did all the right things leaving afterwards, which was the battle for years. And everyone does that now, really, in fairness, as you say. Uh, but we still haven't managed to grasp the fact that, you know, getting up the next morning, depending on when you had the last drink, how many hours sleep you had, blah, 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 blah. It, is an issue if you've only had four or five hours sleep, you've had a lot to drink, whatever. The, the you know. So I think there's a feeling that, oh, it's very unfair on Johnny. He did everything right and then he got up the next morning and went to work and he got caught. Well, you got caught because you were over the limit and you're not supposed to drive over the limit. Mm. What do you, you think, know? Eddie? Well, I think, I know that my, my own parents were talking about this and they were saying that, you know, some people think that they're, if they're drinking at home that they're actually under the limit they think that they're okay but home measures and pub measures are very different so you can get caught out for just mm-hmm. being slightly over but it's not it's not you know excessively over but you're still you're still over so yes. over is over you know whether you're over by a lot or you're over by a little so I think 
especially in rural areas as well, like out in County Limerick now, you know, like it's, I think uh, people feel like, you know, you need the car and you need to go places and sometimes these things happen, you know, but as Rebecca said, it is very, very hard to defend someone driving when they do still have alcohol in their system. Yeah. But I do feel like there is a grey area. That's there. the there key word is. though, the person who's a little over. Yeah, see, and this they is just, They just might be a little over they did everything right. Maybe they did have their eight hours sleep. I don't know. Whatever way their metabolism works, that person in society feels very hard done by the mm. next day when they were just a little over. So we're we're talking this morning about probably most people excessively drinking. And it's that little bit. But at the end of the day, depending on, you know, what time they went to bed or whatever, they, they really shouldn't drink until so many hours afterwards, you know? I think there's a generational shift, though. Like, any of my friends... Like, it's just accepted that if we are drinking the night before, none of us are driving the next morning. You know what I mean? Like, it's not questioned anymore, whereas I think maybe older generations would question it before these new rules came well, in. People in rural isolated areas that have to get up and get into the car and go mm-hmm. places probably mm-hmm. feel hard done by. But Councillor Emmett O'Brien says there's a cocaine epidemic. So is that what's happening? Are younger people, he said 18 to 30, although he said that others um, had told him that it goes well into the 40s, 50s as well, are taking cocaine and maybe not... Um, drinking, you know, Chief Superintendent, former Chief Superintendent Dermot Dave Sheehan, who's now head actually of transport policing in the country as an assistant commissioner, he said that they were amazed by the number of people they're now stopping, and they don't have alcohol, but they do have drugs in their system, and drug driving is also a crime. But that's equally as dangerous. Do you know what I mean? Like you're putting, I can't, I have no respect for people who do that and knowingly put people's lives at risk. But it is absolutely clear that everyone needs to be very, very careful. I mean, you probably almost need, even if you're drinking at home and you make that point about measures, and that's so true, you know, if you're being generous with the wine or whatever, people are around. Yeah, you're not going to get out the little measuring tumbler and, you you know. But you have to, yeah. And and maybe you need a notebook alongside you in the pub Mm. to take off every (laughs) single drink you've had unless you have decided that you are not drinking until the day after. But maybe. if you can't remember... Well into the day after. If you, you said, if you said you need a notebook That's beside it. you in the pub, if you need a notebook beside you in the pub, it means you're drinking... <laughs> you're over. You're that drinking, means you're, you're planning over. over. Which means you are yeah. going to be over. You're planning so just, and not remembering. Yeah, so... Yeah, which means that on that basis, you yeah, shouldn't risk drinking at all the next day. You no. should wait until the day after. Mm. But younger people are moving, as you said, moving away from the, the drinking thing. I think it's all or nothing. But the the... The drugs thing I would notice, I think, in college, I think people think it's it's nearly there's a bigger stigma around drink driving than drug driving. Mm. At this stage? Definitely. Isn't definitely. that interesting? But yeah. I think people won't admit to drug driving, whereas you can, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you'll know if people are possibly like taking a risk after a night out. Mm. Do you know, like you know that I've been with them and we were both drinking last night and I'm not driving, but they've decided to to take the risk and go you, whereas you mightn't know if people have taken drugs or not mm. especially cocaine actually because you can be around people I think that are on it cocaine can be very, yeah, it undetected. can be very difficult to detect when yeah. people have taken drugs as well Okay, uh, we're with uh, Katie, Rebecca and Anne-Marie. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.